use common sense. Can we please use... Good morning, everybody. How's everybody today on this fantastic Monday morning? Hope everyone's doing very, very good today. And let me just shut off. Okay. Doing fantastic today. It is a great Monday morning. We have a lot to do. I'm losing my Instagram feed. Yeah, I wanted to talk today about one particular topic as I do on every podcast. It's a little bit crooked, but we're going to have to deal with that. We'll fix it as we go. Um, good morning, everyone. My name is Jeff Kellerman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. I wanted to talk to you today about a couple of things. One of the things that I think is really, really important to talk about is the concept of um, the concept totally of out on me. Is the concept of coaching, but this was also going with the public access course that we are offering. Because I think it's really important to understand that people should probably invest in money, their money into courses and into growth. And I, it's time for a new, it is time for a new tripod for me. That's the truth. I want people to understand the concept of Working with people that have got a lot of experience. There's so many folks out there. There's so many folks out there that are um, trying everything possible, which I think is fantastic. You should, because you should make a lot of mistakes. You should struggle a little bit. You should um, figure out what works great for you, what great works for your dog. Um, but... A lot of people are struggling for way too long, and they don't need to be. They do not. They absolutely do not need to be. And I think a lot of folks um, are afraid to make the mistake. Now, wouldn't it be great if you could make the mistake and not have the scars? And what that means is... You can do protocols, you can do training that you have not perfected yet, but it is the right training. In other words, someone's already made the mistakes for you. Someone's already gone through all the hard work for you. And I think that's the great thing about hiring a coach. That's the great thing about a lot of our courses, actually, that we do, is we're showing you best practices, we're showing you fantastic things that work for you without you having to make all the mistakes. Like We've already done the mistakes. So I have 20 years of experience training dogs, 10,000 dogs, 300 seminars around the world. By the way, we've got a seminar coming up in Florida. If you can just go to Jeff Gelman's seminars, you can find that. You can also find that on our uh, course um, site, which is Solid Canine Academy. Solid Canine Academy, there is something called um, public access. The public access course. So we're filming it this weekend. 
And while we're filming it, there are all these little nuances that the dogs are doing that I know if we do not address them and address them now, that you're not going to make progress, that things could potentially get worse if you this shirt out of the closet. It's a little bit stiff. That's what she said. And I think that it's important that when you find somebody that has lots of experience that can guide you and walk you through the process, there is troubleshooting. You're going to sure as hell not going to be perfect at it. You're going to still do lots of reps, but they're going to show you what not to do wrong. As a trainer, though, I've got mixed feelings on that. You probably should try all different protocols, all different techniques to figure out what works for this particular dog and to get the experience of actually making mistakes. You probably should get the experience doing that. The reason is because then you don't know what works. By making the mistakes, you find out really quick with that dog or with your skill set, well, that didn't work. So one of the great things about investing in courses, going through seminars, working with lots of dogs, getting out of your comfort zone, you get to success that much quicker. You get to success that much quicker. And when it comes to dog training, there seems to be, you know, Joel and I were talking about it this weekend. We, we saw some video and somebody made a comment on one of our posts. You know, again, the usual thing implying that, well, if you spent more time doing it, what? You love your fucking dog more? Oh, it took me a year to train recall and you did it in two weeks? Well, I love my dog more because I struggled more. Okay. Well, I'm not a fucking idiot. I did it in two weeks. So you grew your angel wings. I'm going straight to hell, but I've got a reliable fucking recall on my dog who's only going to live for hopefully 10, 11 more years. So instead of spending a tenth of their life training them a basic command, I did it in two weeks. Once you do the math on that, 52 weeks in a year, two weeks out of that, what is that? 5% per year divided by 10 years. What are we on? I don't know. Do the math. But Wouldn't it be great if you were struggling with something? Because I cannot tell you how many folks come to a seminar, do a, um, what's bigger than this is this. Let's go right to online consults. Let's go right to courses where we are not handling dogs. So one-on-one -on -one consults, I don't even see the dog. And I made your life better. Courses 
we show you what we're doing, but we're not working with you and your dog. And by you paying attention, boom, we make, we make your life better. All because you hired people that actually know what they're talking about. I mean, and I don't name names, but I'll give you an example. These two schnauzers that came to us went to a boarding train right before us, massively leash reactive. They got, they got, oh, Joelle, we got to check to see if I bought another. We have to check to see if I bought another mount for my, that camera right there. My Instagram is freaking falling apart. I can't, this Instagram can't control itself. It's everywhere. Joel just walked in the studio. Now it's facing down at me. There we go. Thank you. God, you, you treat that gentler than my penis. So I think that it's really, really important that folks understand that if you're a new dog trainer, if you're a new dog owner, and you've got questions, there's lots of free resources out there. There are so many resources out there. But when folks tell me they've got four dogs and they've got problems, and I'm like, we've got a course for $100. You can do a council for $150. And you say you're broke? Well, then you should know everything. Sorry. If you're going to start acquiring and collecting dogs, you should have skill. But what the fuck are you doing with all these dogs that you have no skill set for? So you should have hired the coach when you had one dog. You should have done all your protocols when you had one dog. You should have awfully trained that dog when you had one dog. You should have invested time and money in coaching, in courses, when you had that one dog. I'm not shaming people. This is just a fucking slap in the face. Wake up. I want you to be successful. I don't want you to get rid of any dogs. But this mentality that people have got, that just because it's a dog, everything's going to be free. You know people like that? Are you like that? Right? Are you like that? Are you one of those folks that do that? Oh, because I have a dog and multiple dogs, I should be getting discounts? Because I've got a lot of dogs, I should be getting things for free? Because I pulled a dog from death row? Everything in that life should be free? I pull dogs from fucking death row all the time, if that's how it works. Oh, someone else is going to cover all my bills for this dog? Because I rescued a dog, I don't have to pay? No! Which one do you want? Do you want it to be time or money? If you want to not spend money, then you have to spend more time making mistakes. If you want to spend less time making mistakes, you got to invest money. And no, I'm not like this with my clients. In fact, you'll see how I work with clients. We have another course coming out on us taking these schnauzers back home. Oh, so going back to the schnauzers, they went to a boarding train. They went to pick up the dog. The dogs were out of control. She couldn't even control them. She actually could not control them on a leash. The trainer. 
And the trainer said, these are the hardest dogs she's ever worked with. They come to us. These are the easiest dogs we've ever worked with. The easiest dogs we've ever worked with. You know, the guy that's, that's uh, I've already mentioned Dog Daddy on my show, so I can mention him. You know, everybody goes on his posts now. Not Dog Daddy, but the other person that, that has made 44 hate videos against Dog Daddy and said, oh my gosh, show me you working with an aggressive dog. Show me you work with an aggressive dog. Put your money where your mouth is. He pulls up one dog, 11-month-old shepherd that barks. I'm like, that's a difficult dog. My kid can train that dog. Seriously, Angelo could train that dog. But when you're really struggling, so it's like everyone has a different bar. Everybody's got a different bar. Everybody. So the importance of working with people with lots of experience, the importance of getting advice for people with lots of experience. What they'll do is they save you massive amounts of time and massive amounts of money. Would you rather go through two or three or four or five dog trainers, each spending, costing you $200 to $2,000 and getting no results, or hire one person that actually has got a proven track record? Hello, everybody on Rumble. Welcome. Instagram. Some camera mishaps, but welcome. We've got a new... Uh, I'm using one of those Gorilla Wrap tripods, which for the work for a lot of everything, but not for studio work. So I've got a mount that I'm waiting to come in. So I think it's important that folks understand the importance of coaching in everything in your life. We all need coaches in life. We all do. We all need someone to help guide us so things aren't so painful. But on the flip side, going through pain and discomfort is a great learning experience. I'm always amazed by what people think is difficult but a good trainer goes, this is dog's a cream puff. And then what we say is a difficult dog. Everybody's got advice, but nobody would work with that dog. I always find that ironic. Everybody's got advice on a difficult dog, but like nobody has success with these dogs. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some different difficult dogs out there. Don't get me wrong. You know, and I also wanted to talk about there are people out there, because I do seminars. I've been doing seminars for a long time. I've been doing 300 seminars. I've done 300 seminars around the world. 
and people organize and picket these seminars because they under the assumption that I'm abusing dogs, which I'm not, which I'm not at all. Correcting a dog is abuse, supposedly. There's a lot of fanatics out there. And they, they call these things peaceful protests, but they're not. They have bullhorns. They bang on windows of cars. They call everybody dog killers, dog abusers. They harass my staff. They harass me. They make death threats on the phone. They, they do all these things. All these things. And they have these protests. And, they, they, and it's your right to have a protest. It's your right to have a protest. And, and, but let me just go over one thing, because there's no such thing as a peaceful protest. So let me just, I just want to talk about one thing, and this is going to piss some people off. But let me give you one example of the transgender movement, which, by the way, I am not against. So let that be heard loud and clear. I have no problem with an adult deciding these things. What I am is highly against the removal of genitalia from seven and 10 year olds and minors and doing surgery on our children that cannot be reversed. Let me make that really, really clear where I stand on that because some people have been making hit pieces on me on just that subject. But I've seen congressional debates on this and they'll bring someone in and they'll argue about how many sexes they are and the person will say well i believe there's only two sexes and then the other person says so you don't believe in you're discounting the feelings of someone being another sex that they weren't born with well that's an act of violence There's a good one with Matt Walsh and this person. Well, that's an act of violence. So not using the right pronoun is an act of violence. Let's just play this out for a little bit. I just didn't use the right pronoun for somebody. Someone didn't use the right pronoun for somebody. Somebody says, now, because you don't recognize who I am, that's an act of violence. Meanwhile, somebody can harass you on how you train dogs, threaten you how you train dogs, accuse you of an actual felony, which is dog abuse, yell and scream through a bullhorn, but that's okay. So they can make you actually feel unsafe. They can make your participants feel unsafe. Like when somebody threatens to kill you, you feel unsafe. If you call me Scott instead of Jeffrey, I don't feel unsafe.
When I'm standing up in the bathroom urinal taking a piss and I've got long hair and somebody tells me I'm in the wrong bathroom and I turn around, I don't feel unsafe. Yeah, I'm a dude with long hair. What does that have to do with anything? It has a lot to do with it because dog trainers that don't use a certain modality of training are being called dog abusers and they're threatened by the same people that most likely would stand for folks that would get upset if you use the wrong pronoun. I want folks to be aware of the hypocrisy out there. And I want folks to believe, to be aware of what dog trainers were actually trying to help owners go through on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Because it's huge. Because what's happening is out there, it's going through the same pattern that I've been predicting for over a dozen years. I'm predicting the ban of e-cowers in countries. I've been predicting the cancellation of dog events. I've been predicting that there's going to be legislation and voting on how you train dogs. I've been, re been predicting about how your rights to train your dog are going to be taken away. And everybody seems to be sitting back and nobody was saying anything. And now... Now, everything that you hear on social media from all the trainers about different philosophies, which is fine, for some weird reason, I keep hearing it now from everybody else's mouth, but nobody was standing up. Everybody is good at throwing people under the bus, but nobody stands up. And it's funny because for all the folks out there, I need to make you aware, whenever you stand up for what you feel is right, and you don't back down, you're going to get criticism. So be prepared for that. So be prepared. And you just have to keep plugging away instead of crying like a little baby. Instead of crying like a little baby. But it goes along with the whole thing with advice. This is just a whole community issue. And it's bigger than you think. And some people might think, what's the connection? It is very connected. You wouldn't think it would be, but it is. It's all politics. Whoever thought that dog training would get so political I did and now I've been my latest prediction and you'll see it come to fruition is how powerful the drug companies are in dog training the drug companies will own vet offices doggy daycares large-scale dog training industry businesses they will be funding putting into um They'll be putting money into elected officials to present legislation to make certain tools illegal. 
This will all be funded by the drug companies. Watch. Watch it unfold. You will see it all happen. So instead of all these people, you know, you're making fun of people that are yanking and cranking to get through to the dog. Well, that's all you're going to have left or you're going to have a dead dog. So just watch. So just watch. It's happening. Pay attention. Pay attention. It's funny, and no one is talking about preventive. We mentioned that the other day about preventive. We mentioned about if everybody's just started their dogs from square one. We used ourselves as an example. If everybody just got green to graduate, which is our most baseline obedience program, you'd be surprised on how many things your dog didn't get into, how much, you know, how many things you didn't have to correct your dog for. If you were a proper leader to your dog, you'd be surprised the things your dog did not do. We gave some examples on that. Sounds all like a conspiracy theorist, doesn't it? Until it's true. Until it's true. That's what the CIA came up with. Conspiracy theory. All right, Rumble, good morning from Allison. Good morning to you over here on Instagram. Mm -mm 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 -mm. A lot of people joining, no comments. You can, make, you can write a comment. You can ask a question on Instagram. You can do it. It's right there in the comment box. Type away. You can also do a badge. There's a lot of stuff you can do. You can put it, give me a badge, make a comment. Share the show, like the show, spread the knowledge. Morning crew over here on Facebook and on YouTube. We got Brittany, Brittany, Stuggleman, Sid, JW, Haley, Two Dogs and a Dude, Naomi, all saying good morning. Haley, do you have any tips for e collar training with private clients? One session a week seems too far apart to make good progress. Um, Haley, get the e well, get the green to graduate. Right, well, this is what I would recommend. We have many trainers that do this. Recommend that they get green to graduate in parallel to your training. So have them get green to graduate in parallel to your training. They'll get, then they'll get good results. I think once a week you can do. I think it's difficult, but just give them one thing to work on. It's like, okay, we're going to take these two commands and we're going to do CS and NCS this week. Next week, we're going to do another two commands, CS, NCS, but they can do the two they've already started with. Now they've got four commands. Instagram from Malaysia. Hello, Malaysia. For all the folks out there, maybe I'm going to chop this up, but Mabel Dunn, you can correct me. Malau is the official language in Malaysia, I think. Maybe I just made that up. 
Uh, Brittany with a laughing face. Good morning from Deb. Hey, Deb, I emailed you back. Chris, so did the trainer get paid for not accomplishing the task? Yes, they were paid, paid in advance, but they've since gone out of business. As they should. As they should go out of business. If you can't train these little schnauzers how to stop leash reactivity, which we did, we did that. We stopped leash reactivity in, you can watch it live. Like we got, that's a great, you, you actually, if you got the chaos to control, which is all available on Solid Canine Academy. And if you go to Solid Canine Academy, you will see the owners driving up to the house, get out of their car, come into our house. You will see the behavior of these dogs and you'll see these behavior, what these dogs did just with one of my dogs standing calmly outside was text. Can they see West? Same thing. It's like a ballistic. Talk to the owner. You hear the owner's story about all the things that they cannot do because of these dogs, which is pretty much everything. And then the owner leaves. And in real time, in real time, you see how we stop leash reactivity in one maybe maximum three seconds on both dogs. On both dogs. And then we've been documenting their whole journey with us. Now we're doing advanced obedience and public access. And you're seeing it. We're showing you little clips, but you can buy the course on public access training. You purchased a course on public access training. All these courses are, Joelle, if somebody wanted public access training, it's under $100, right? 97 just for that course? So public access training, $97. It's incredibly how inexpensive that is. Angelo's birth, we had a little birthday party yesterday. A little one. Yes, today is his birthday. So this is his official birthday. Oh, Joel, will you sign his card? It's on your desk. Um, I just want to make sure it was done before he got up. Um, Angelo's birthday is today. He's officially 11 years old. And then his big party is this weekend because all of his cousins and his grandfather live down here in Florida. So we're doing that. Yesterday, we went to a trampoline park. There was just four of us. 85 bucks. It's $85. $97. You can, have a, you can have incredibly public access training of your dog. So it's not about people having the money or not. It's about priorities. Instagram. Jack. Best puppy protocols? Oh, there's tons of them. We have a puppy course, though. So if you want to complete, get the puppy course. Go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy. We have a puppy course. And then when you buy the puppy course, if you scroll down right on the order page, you can get green to graduate for half less than half price. Buy that, too. And then you'll have an off-leash dog by, I mean, most people, puppies to me are 8 to 12 weeks old, 8 to 14 weeks old. Then by six months old, you have a fully off-leash trained dog. Fully off-leash trained dog.
Who wouldn't want that? Everybody's saying it takes a year to train a dog this, a year to train a dog that, a year to train. Really? Wow. No, it doesn't. It takes weeks. And not 52 of them. Uh, Mallory says, two days uh, ago, the elevator opened. The dog was there, and Draco didn't, re didn't react out of his mind. Um, I was so shocked. He must be learning. Excuse me. Yeah, he probably is learning. He should be learning. You've done enough reps. But I think, Mallory, there's a lot of things you're missing. There's probably a lot of things you're missing. The public access might help you because we go over a lot of those little things. But I'll, almost on every one of our seminars, I mean, every one of our courses, we go over almost every every small thing. There's so many small things. Like in the, in the public access course, we talk about, let's see, we go to a restaurant. We talk about the protocols we do so you can be successful at the restaurant. And this becomes habit. Like this will become habit for you. Like we break it all down, but when it's all put together, it's just natural. It's just a natural thing. It's just a natural thing. Brittany says a patient cured is a customer lost. True. True. It's not, it's so funny because my dad has to go in for surgery. They found cancer on his liver. So he's 94 years old. So they did x-rays and um, there's no other cancer. And Chemo is not an option because of blood vessels and you can't have a dead liver you know, inside of you. So they're going to remove that. And I told my mom, um, what's the recovery time? And my mom is in the medical profession. She knows. And um, like two days, I said, good, get him out of there in two days. Don't let them pull the COVID. Don't let them, don't let them pull. And this is, and it's so funny because there's, there are medical professionals that deny this, but there's tons of them that will say this. They just can't say it publicly because they'll get fired. And if you don't believe that, talk to medical professionals. Like, talk to them. They will tell you this. They can, you know, doctors can become disbarred for not following the script. But I said, get him out. If, they, if he has COVID, if they throw the COVID card, pull him out of the hospital. Pull him out. Tell him that's okay. That's okay. We'll treat him at home. And then she knows what doctors to go to that actually will treat him. Not just wait till he gets worse. So if you're in the medical business, you know what I'm talking about. Exactly. You know what I'm talking about. Margaret says big pharma rules our lives and doctors. Well, it, it could try to rule your life, but it doesn't have to. Why not? Our next uh, love family members, they love to make us hand over money. Yes. Well, that's what, that's why they went after Russell Brand. Just, just an FYI. If you're not following what's going on with Russell Brand, just look into it. That's why they're going after him. Open mind, folks. Find out why. Find out why. It's because of his narrative lately on his shows. He got a, he's getting too close to exposing drug companies. And I mentioned this. What, what are you doing this to Jeff? This is a dog training show. Well, go to your vet. You have behavior problems. They recommend drugs. Go to behaviorists. They recommend drugs. 
How many dogs are obese and on drugs? Get your dog off drugs. Get them fit. Stop treat, feeding them crap food. Put them into a, a legitimate training program. Have a better life with your dog. Now your dog is healthier, less bad visits, off medication. But everybody's quick to hand their money over for drugs. But how about good training? Good training goes a long way. Good training goes a long way. Shelly says, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Haley says, that was my next question. If I can do CS for two commands in one session, working with a young Roddy who needs some serious state of mind work. Yes, you can. But you're going to find the shrapnel effect is going to be dramatic if you do it right, Haley, if you do it right. And I offer online counsels for that. Happy birthday, Angelo. We're getting that from Mel. We're getting it from Haley. Thank you so much. Avi says, hi, Naomi. People get three dogs they can't afford and think think we're all about the money when we want payment for our services. I work 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Don't come at me. Yeah. Yep. It's funny. I don't know if there's other industries. If there's other industries that people under their own free will, like you could not get that dog. You could say no. You could say no. Right? You could say no. It's a discipline issue. It's mental discipline. Well, I feel bad. Well, there's a lot of things I feel bad about. But you know what I feel worse about? Me not being able to pay my bills. Me not being able to support my family. That's what I feel worse about. Cold? Uncaring? Okay. But... We all make sacrifices in life. And I choose to keep a roof over my head and food on my table. And then what's ever left, I will decide where that money goes. And I'm also thinking about my future. It's called adulting, by the way. If, you didn't, if you're not familiar with the term, it's called adulting. All right? You're not supposed to be an impulsive 10-year-old when you're 30. I'm 57. Brittany, um, people are brainwashed to think drugs is the fix-all. Yes, they are. You'd be surprised what proper diet, meditation, not surrounding yourself with toxic people, working on your personal growth, working on your relationship, working on your parenthood, constantly working on yourself, taking care of yourself, being careful what you're putting in your body, noticing how there's so many packaged foods, Especially in the U.S. I'm in the U.S. It can be very difficult to eat truly healthy. Because there's chemicals everywhere. And it's so funny when you go to Europe, how much healthier you are. If you're already eating healthy, and then you eat healthy, but even not as healthy, you're still healthier in Europe. Isn't that funny? It says, consult client told me, hiring a behaviorist told her I wouldn't work the dog on meds, $500 or 150 her choice, yeah. We get, we get all dogs off meds. It's a requirement to come into our training program. 
We don't recommend drugs for behavior problems. We've never seen it work. So Naomi, I agree. Now, has it ever worked? I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. But at the same time you were taking drugs, were you paying attention to a dog trainer as well and started doing what the dog trainer recommended? So is it the drugs or the training? Because for some weird reason, we get incredible behavior, incredible state of mind, stop unwanted behaviors, get more freedom for the dogs, more happiness for the owners, and we do it all drug-free. Now, is that all? I'm sure there's a tenth of a percent that no. But we've got a 60 plus percent obesity rate in dogs right now. We've got so many foods on the market that cause cancer, like Beneful. Joyful Dog Services, speaking to public access, is there any benefit to me helping a client start their puppy from 16 weeks if they are wanting to register their dog, their dog as a service dog when I specialize in behavior mod? They can do whatever they want to. But they're not, they're not going to know if that's a service dog until a year old. Like everybody, I would not give them advice on that other than saying, it would be unethical for me to give you help on that because I don't believe a service dog can be a service dog until it's at least a year old. They can call it a service dog in training, but it's like, is it a service dog in training? Everyone has a service dog in training. Everybody's got a service dog in training. And they all seem to be experts on dog training, but they're not. It's a big difference between an emotional support dog, which is for your emotional support, which is every dog, frankly. Okay. Everybody's dog is for everybody's dog is emotional support. Before you did boarding train, did you do private home sessions? Yes, I did. Can you give an idea of what your first session assessment looked like? What made you not follow? What made you not do a follow-up session after the first? Do a consult with me, Joyful. All right, do a consult. If you want to know how to structure your your one-on-ones at people's houses and help you have better client, um, oh, this is what the whole. This is what the whole. Uh, uh, podcast is on. This is what the whole this is what the whole podcast is on. Hiring coaches, hiring people with lots of experience, so we can cut out a lot of your mistakes. This is what the whole thing is on. So there we go. Do a one-on-one online council. I always say that, especially for dog owners, for dog trainers. As a dog trainer, you're going to have to pay for advice. Think about all these folks that, that go to school and pay tens of thousands of dollars, have hundreds of thousands of dollars in student debt. But as a dog trainer, why not spend a couple thousand dollars so you can make consistently six figures a year? Think about that. A dog trainer can make more than a lawyer coming out of law school. 
that incredible? Isn't that incredible? So can a plumber, by the way. So can an electrician, by the way. So can air conditioning, heating service tech, by the way. All those things pay better than lawyers. All of them. A lot of those things pay better than doctors. Um, Constance says, speaking of how does someone register a dog as a service dog and get the approved paperwork for a dog that is eight weeks old? One of her owners probably showed us their registration, but I was so confused. Because you buy it online. Because you can just buy it online. Anybody can. Anybody can. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big scam. That's why. It's it's a big scam. And I've seen many of them go through airports with atrocious behavior. Now you can bring a small dog in a carrier and put it underneath your seat, but that's just bringing a dog on an airplane. Having a dog with a service dog vest on that's out of control. That's not a service dog. I mean, almost every dog, almost every dog that comes to our basic obedience program has better obedience than almost every service dog that I see in public. Audrey says, I've, uh, I have over doubled my income this year already being on my own and investing in myself. First working harder as a subcontracted work trainer. I'm going to bust my ass. It's going to be for me. Well, yes. But I would also say, for giving you, you know, the more, the better you, this is the shrapnel effect of that, Aubrey. The, the better you work on yourself, the better your results are, the owners benefit from that. The dogs benefit from that. Because you're not staying on an island, right? Hopefully you're, hopefully you're sharing your information with other people. That's what I found. Joyful says there's certifications here in Canada for service dogs. There's actually a guide dog facility near me. Yeah, I mean. Okay, so there's a humongous difference between an actual guide dog, because we've got guide dog uh, uh, organizations here. There's a huge difference between that and the scams that are being pulled today. On our vets, scams are being pulled. On the general public, scams are being pulled. Happy birthday, Angelo. Thank you. Morning to you, my love. So, let's see. Did I miss anything on Instagram? Elsa says, happy birthday on Rumble. Instagram is quiet. Must be that freaking camera falling over. Jinxed it. Jinxed, I jinxed it. All right. Tonight, I think we're doing a show. I think Joel mentioned about doing a show. We've got more filming today for our public access got to do that i've got to go get my blood drawn today for just a routine blood thing what did angelo ask for his birthday um he usually doesn't ask for anything 
usually doesn't ask for anything. So what we get, something book-related. He's not one of these big kids that, like, even around the holidays, like, you know, like, what do you want? He's like, well, it's funny because they'll pick, like, one thing. Like, how there's some of these kids that have a whole list of things. Sorry, I think you're entitled. I think you're, I think you're greeting an entitled child. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. But one good quality thing, let them appreciate that. I think that's great. Terry's not even a schnauzer. No, I would never get a child a dog. I think biggest mistake you can make is getting a child a dog because you're not getting a child a dog. It's your dog. Children can't get dogs. I guess they can, but most go to school. But animals homeschooled, so I guess he could. He can take care of a dog 24-7. But kid can't pay for its vet care, so kid can't get a dog. All right, everybody. Take care. Madly in love with you. Jeff Kelman of Solid Canine Training. And we'll see everybody tonight. And if you're not part of our Instagram, get on Instagram because we do easily follow our stories. Also, share the show. Like the show. Let your friends know about the show. All right? Take care, everybody.